1: Welcome to Spotlight Interview. I'm George Jakovic with the champs Chris Algeri, Pauli Malinaji. Look who we have in the spotlight. We have got the trainer of the year for 2023. We have Brian Balmac McIntyre. Thank you for taking some time to talk to us today. Um, Balmac. you have had a, a great year. I mean, and it's not only Terrence Crawford who, who dominated Errol Spence. Um, you did tremendous work with Chris Eubank and his uh re- rematch victory. It's been a uh, uh, some kind of year for you. Um talk talk about it and the fact that in I
2: think everyone's mind in, in boxing, you're the trainer of the year. Well, man, I look at it like this. Um, just you know, it's all it's all work to me, you know. Uh uh I just go by day by day and just try to tackle the uh the tasks that's in front of me and just keep my head down and just keep grinding. And then at the end of the year, just try to look up at the accolades or if they if there may, may be some. So that's how I look at it. The individual fights and the individual uh fighters, uh, I'm happy for them. They 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 all get their flowers, but to me, it's is work. It's something that I like the challenge. Chris, yeah, we got Cormac in the house.
0: That's not just words, because you you come down here. You've driven down here a few times. You brought guys down to spar down here in Plant City. You had a, a, a Kelvin fighter in our air a few times. So you're not just uh, you're not just saying those words. It's true. You do care about the guys that you have and that are uh, even at the lower end of your stable, and it shows because it goes all the way to the top. That's really just me telling everybody else out there who doesn't get to see it firsthand like we do.
2: Appreciate it, man.
3: Bo, well, uh, you know, I guess we'll start it with uh, the fight that made all the headlines this year is uh Terrence and, and Errol, you know. Uh, I remember a couple of years back where you were telling me, man, when we get Errol, you're going to see, Paulie, you're going to see, you know, w- what I'm talking about, you know. Um, Were you surprised it was that easy, though? I mean, were you – uh w- was it – I mean, because – I mean, you just made it look easy. I mean, it was like, I was figuring my fellow, I was telling myself like, you know, both Bo and Terrence told me it would be easy when when they finally got him. And I was thinking Errol might be too big for, for Terrence having, Terrence having been a uh, ex-lightweight world champion, ex-super lightweight world champion, but it was, uh, I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, was it that's, was it surprising that it was that easy or or was that just off the basis of your confidence? You guys had seen something
2: no uh I'm not surprised at all because of uh, the fact that I, I you know, I've been watching him since he was an amateur and um uh, you know he still fight the same when from back then to now so uh when when he actually came, became on our radar after accomplishing 140 you know I start studying him a little bit more and you know uh he did exactly what I thought he was going to do non-gen do Hawaii and his guard you slapping with his hands, slapping with the right hand, the left hand. He did exactly—I mean, exactly what you know what we worked on to try to counter it. So, uh, you know, uh, first round probably probably went to to Spence because he backed Bud up just a little bit and caught him in that corner. But then after he got his range and then he started timing him, uh, um, it was just like a home run hit. So it was, it, it, after he dropped him. Dropped him that 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 second round. It was just a matter of time because he would have stopped him if he had a little bit more time. Because when Spitz got up, uh, he was wobbly, and towards the end, Bud, you know, applied that pressure. If he had another minute, they would have stopped him. So I wasn't surprised at all.
0: Yeah, something that really surprised me with that night was, I mean, once he did drop him in that second round, I said, I was like, "Oh, the fight's over." Because if your game plan is that you're bulletproof and you're bigger and you're going to walk a guy down and he hurts you, well, your game plan is out the window. And Spence had especially, no speed gear. Especially with a jab. Yeah, with a yeah. jab. And that, So that was going to be my next point. Talking about that jab, that southpaw jab. I'd never seen Terrence's southpaw jab be that damaging in that fight. Was that something you guys saw and worked on or was that something that Bud found right away?
2: No, you know, so so my thing was, that that was my whole thing in camp was to take away his jab. Because what Spence does is he'll line you up with a good jab and then he'll touch you with the second jab and try to bring his feet in in order to try to dig to the body. And so in order to take away his jab, you got to out jab him and beat him to the punch. And we worked on that jab day in and day out, day in and day out, round after round, round after round. We worked on the southpaw, we worked on the orthodox. Uh, so we knew what we had to do. Once Once we established that jab and established that distance, hey, it was just a matter of time of how close we was going to get to him. But then when I seen his speed, when I seen his speed on his jab, I was like, oh, if y'all can hear me in the corner, I was like, any chance you get to come over the top that slow-ass jab, because, you know, Bud was faster. Uh, he had the more speed than Spence. Talking to Brian.
1: Bom Mac McIntyre, real quick, Pauly, since since you brought up Terrence Crawford, um, Mac, everyone wants to know what's next. Because we're hearing they're gonna they're gonna have the rematch with Spence. Then we're hearing him against Canelo. People are throwing Devin Haney's name with Terrence. So do you have any information what's next for Terrence? I'm assuming it's the rematch with Spence.
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I only see Bud a couple of times since, you know, after the fight, you know, he has been, you know, traveling the world and I've been busy and uh, so we haven't been able to have no time together, but, you know, we text and talk all the time and I try not to talk about boxing until he brings it to me. You know, I, won't let, I want him to, want him to get his break, you know, get your break, get away from boxing and take the time to think about what you're going to do next. So, uh, uh, I'll get home tomorrow. I'll see him in the gym tomorrow night and we'll have this, we'll have the holiday season to spend together and talk about boxing.
3: I want to get back on the on the jab the jab you were talking about, Bo, because it was fascinating to talk about. First of all, is Terrence a natural right hander or a natural left hander? Because at this point he fights so well out of both stances, you know, you can't really talk I think him. he. I think he
2: naturally he started off boxing uh, uh right handed. Uh then I think his hand got hurt and sort of so then so, so that is
3: that one of the reasons that jab was so heavy, you know, is that 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 is his natural uh dominant hand, right?
2: Uh, pretty much. I think so. I think so. Yeah. But that that jab, that jab on the on that left jab is that's pretty. That's pretty dangerous too. You know what I'm saying? So,
3: yeah. Uh, no, I mean he's great on both stances to the point where you can't tell. You know what yeah. really is his natural stance. I mean, he, I would say even in his backup stance, he's better than most even world class fighters <laughs> in their right. main. Stance, you know exactly. Exactly.
1: So, Bo Mac, um. You've got a you've got a fighter uh fighting in our Wednesday night fight series on Pro Box TV. And this isn't the first time you've been to Plant City for fights, but you you've been on the highest stages in boxing and some of the biggest fights in the sport. Um to have fights like the platform like Pro Box TV, how important is that to the fighters that are coming up?
2: I think is I think Pro Box Man is is the series is it's fucking good as shit, dude. I fucking love it down That's here. That's an honest answer. Yeah, I, I love it down here. I love coming down here. I don't mind driving down here and shit when the opportunity presents itself. Because of the fact that you know, I call it the chilling Circuit. <laughs> you know, the club, <laughs> the club shows, the driving. Uh, uh, the stop and stand, you know, if you know you got to do 22 hours, you go drive 11 hours, then you spend a night somewhere, then you get back up and then you, you go drive the, the last 11 hours. It's good for it's good for the fighters to see coaches like myself and other coaches, the up-and-coming coaches that's in the gym that, that's looking for a spot on the team to make those trips, to make those kind of commitments to the fighter. And not only is the fighter, you make a commitment to yourself because if you figure like this. If I'm gonna go and take this twenty-two hour drive and stay down there in hot ass fuck fucking Florida and <laughs> let these guys look at my kid that I'm trying to push and move, you know what I'm saying? They that's that's should inspire them. That just inspire them. Man, we doing this shit together, dog. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna win, I'm gonna win. If I'm gonna win, you are gonna win. You know what I'm saying? Because if we if one lose, we both gonna lose. So I I like. I like the you know the the chitlin' circus. I like the small club shows. I lo- I, I love it because of the simple fact it makes fighters grow, and it keep guys like uh like like my assistant trainers Red Spikes and Saúl Diegas, uh Bernie Bur- Bur- Bernie the boxer keep them honest because hey listen we ain't going to have the pound for pound best fighter in the world all the time. You know what I'm saying? He got a few fights left. He got a couple years left. So in order for you to continue to be successful, you got to get to, you got to get to grinding. You got to do those trips, man. You got to accept those chitlin circuit fights and all that. You got to do that in order to get to that next level. And, and the most important part is we got the blueprint already. We know what it takes to make a great fighter. So you can't change nothing. You can't change anything about it. You can't you can't bypass it. If you bypass it and you get to the top and you've been handed everything, you're going to turn around, get your ass handed to you. So if you don't do the groundwork and the the traveling and all the things that's necessary to get to that level. You're only going to be successful for a limited time.
3: Boy, and you can't do that without passion and enthusiasm. I always use those, use those two words for fighters, but it, it applies here as a trainer as well. You gotta love that. I mean, you can't otherwise it, the work just feels like it's too much. And I mean, you a part right. of you, a part of that grind is something that you love. I mean, yeah, it, it's work to drive 11 hours today and 11 hours tomorrow and then say, you know, but there's a camaraderie you're building. You, you're building a product, as far as these fighters are concerned, you're building them as products, you're building them as little by little, you, you're growing their, their, uh, the camaraderie within the team as well as their skills and their talent and their experience. And it's something that you love to see. You know, you love. it's kind of like you plant something and then it starts to blossom and it starts to grow. And at the end, you know, you get your vegetables or you get your fruit or if it's a flower, you get that blossoming flower. It's 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 something that you can. When I hear you talk about it, it's something that you enjoy, enjoying the process. Not a lot of people uh, uh sometimes get to enjoy the process because they're so focused on the end goal. But it seems like you have the end goal, which is with Terrence Crawford, right? But you also don't forget about the process to keep building the next Terrence Crawford, and that, and that and that is your passion your passion. Cause you know, you don't, not everybody has to do it that way. The fact that you do it that way, you get in there, man. And you, and you do it, you don't, you know, you're not too big for your bridges. You know, you're not saying, I, I, I train the best pound for pound fighter in the world. I don't have to do this. Uh, these kind of rides anymore. I could, I could cut that out. You know, That's that's something your young fighters look at and and it makes them appreciate you as a fighter, you know, and 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 your appreciation for the sport and your appreciation for the fighters, it kind of it's kind of a a, of a great marriage, man. It's really something I'm observing. And and the way I was hearing you talk about that, your enthusiasm kind of comes out of your pores when you're talking about it.
2: I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's uh everybody does that, man. You know what I mean? It's in the blood, brother. Yeah. It's in the blood, you know. Not everybody does that. And I wouldn't change it and I wouldn't change it for nothing.
0: Well, Mac, you 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 epitomize that that saying, keep your nose down and grind until everyone's below you, till you're on top of the mountain. And that's that's the way that you you've kind of brought this up. Um, speaking of one of those guys that you're coming up with, we've got Kelvin Davis who's fighting on our air tonight. Now, this is he's been here a few times before. This is a different kind of fight, though. He's now co-main event. He's fighting, he's taking a big step-up fight against against a guy who's been in with a lot of top prospects. He's been in with a couple of former world champions. Talk a little bit about Kelvin, his preparations, and what you expect uh tonight against uh, the toughest foe on paper to date.
2: Well, man, it's it's uh it's great to see Kelvin just get the uh be in a position that he in. Cause he just not too long ago just fought was like a month and a half, maybe two months ago. Uh it's good because he can stay busy and uh by him being on a on a pro box co-main event is is it's is a blessing to him because he don't get a lot of shine when it comes to top rank because he originally he is signed with top rank but when he get put on those cars he he get buried underneath the cars and a lot of guys don't say nothing about him unless he lets his brother fighting keishon fighting then they'll mention calvin you know but for for Calvin to be in this position now and uh uh the co-main event I could see the 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 livelihood come in in him you know what I'm saying because uh uh he's he's being talked about he's being the co-main event and everything <laughs> this is funny everything that I was telling him from the time that He's been with me up until now, it's coming to fruition because I, like I was telling him before, I said, Listen, I wouldn't give a crying corn's ass where they put you at. You don't have the skills as your brother got. You know, your brother is a silver medalist, even if fighters from all over the world, silver medal in the Olympics, it speaks a lot for itself. You know what I'm saying? You got to grind a little bit harder because your skills are not that not that developed yet and here on the chitlin circuit we can be able to develop the skills you know what i'm saying and still get the pay that you're gonna get if you're fighting somewhere like a, a madison square garden or under uh, shakur's undercard or something like that with with pro box you can be the co-main event you can you be in a small environment you ain't gotta fight over over five six thousand fans you still get this, the same ink, you still get the same paycheck, but at the same time, you're still developing your skills before they put somebody in there that really is going to push you because they will at some point put somebody in there that will push you because they ain't just going to be giving out free checks like that. You know what I'm saying? So give give us this time now, take this time now and develop not only your skills, but your confidence in yourself now I can see the difference. I can see the difference—the way he walked, the way he talked, the way he talked talk about himself, baby. The way he does his, his money money, little himself. It, it, it ain't no more going in the store and we going grocery shopping and I'm paying for everything. Two three hundred dollars for the groceries for the week. Coach, you need a hundred dollars here and there. You know what I'm saying? So I see <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? I see it. I see the he giving back. I see the appreciation. You know what I'm saying? And and just by being there with him from day one to camp for five or six weeks till the time he step in the ring, he see the passion that I have and I can see him grow. And I'm me just talking shit like always giving him that confidence that he has in this self as he move forward that he need this is where he's supposed to be at.
1: Coach talk, talk about the atmosphere in your gym because it's obvious you, obvious you love what you do. Terrence loves what he does. Um, and Terrence is the best fighter in the world and you're, the best trainer in the world, among the best trainers in the world, how, how does that affect the atmosphere in the gym with all the young fighters when they see you guys as examples?
2: Well, you know, just just by just with the with everybody in the gym, because you know everybody wants to be a Terrence Crawford, you know. Uh, so when guys come through the gym or or little young amateur fighters around the gym uh, see me and Bud working or Bud working with the other coaches, maybe Sao or Red or Bernie. Or even Lucas, you know, we got another coach in there named Lucas, uh, really great with the mitts. Uh you you'll see him. He got a son coming out, his name is Lucas, Lucas, uh, what was Lucas' last name? Um, uh, no, Pereira, Lucas Pereira, really good with the with the mitts. And and the young, young fighters, the four and old, the six and those, the eight and those, the ten and those, the twelve and up. they see Bud in the gym working, grinding. And they see Keyshawn in the gym working and grinding. They see Shakur coming in and visiting and working with Bud, and uh, uh, they see Calvin in there. You know, you know, Calvin just got ranked in. I think it's by the WBA or w, well, I think it's WBA. So they see that and they see the process, in the which is good for us as trainers because when they see guys working in the gym hard and grinding. They know they got to put the work in, too, you know. And I treat all fighters the same. Shit, unless the name is Terrence Crawford, and you pay me two, three million dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But I treat all fighters the same. I talk shit to them, and I'm going to train them the same way. You know, all fighters ain't the same, but I'm going to train them, take that training mentality and train each fighter that that way so I can get the best out of
3: them. Bo, you know, uh, I want to go back to Kelvin. You know, it's not just... Uh, for him too, a channel like Probox couldn't exist without fighters like Kelvin, you know without fighters that like Kelvin, a prospect that's willing to test himself you know below the radar of the big cameras you know at a, but uh, on 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 the level of of, uh, of of these kind of shows where it's a growing channel made for up either up and both up and coming fighters as well as fighters who are on the cusp of of getting to that world class level. you need this circuit from fighters like Kelvin. But we wouldn't have this kind of platform without fighters like Kelvin willing to test themselves at a higher level than maybe some other prospects want to just pad their record. So you know it goes both ways, Bo. You know, and and we really appreciate having fighters like Kelvin on the network.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I mean, we we need more we need more channels like this, dog. I, I wouldn't give a damn what nobody say. We need more channels like this. We need guys like y'all to take time out of y'all busy day and, and chime in and talk talk to fight the fighters, the trainers uh, uh and, and give some of those those up and coming fighters their 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 flowers give them time to shine a little bit you know and the best thing about it I like about this it's on the Wednesdays in the middle of the week I know mm-hmm. it fucks up on the on 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 the travel and then uh weighing in I kind of like a little off a little bit but once you get past that you're all right the Wednesday is perfect because Everybody waiting for the weekend to come to see some fights, man. Shit, man, I, man. Let's see a Wednesday night fights. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what's going on exactly. in the middle
3: of the week. And the reason we had we do that is so we don't compete with the championship shows. We don't want to overrun with the champ when we're competing against right. the championship shows because we know on the weekends people want to watch the championship shows. So you know we give you like the appetizer during the week. You know prospect fights and 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 uh, uh, good fighters and great fights uh, type of matchups where these guys are right on the cusp of getting to that next level. Uh, and like we said, we might we like to match them up against each other. You know we don't we don't put the prospects in easy here and we don't put the the, the contenders in easy here because we want we want these guys to be able to earn their shot at the highest level. If they get there like Kelvin's goal is but also we we want to entertain the fans with good matchups
2: yeah 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 it's good man it's good it's great man I love it and shit you know what I'm saying you know I, I'm I'm trying to get a job down here like when I slow down maybe work in the kitchen or something the food needs to be a little <laughs> bit better, but you know, so I, well, I'll Keep talk to the, the chef a little bit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we need, we need some teachers for the chefs there.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Bo, Bo Mack, we're going to wrap this up uh, soon. We're talking to Brian Bomac McIntyre. I did want to wow. ask you about Chris Eubank. Um, you know, for
3: people. George who don't you took know, the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I got one more question. Yeah. You're for for, for oh, people that don't know, I, I
1: mean, he was masterful in that rematch with Liam Smith. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? And I'm assuming you're still working with Chris,
2: correct? Yeah, yeah. We just, we were just working with Chris uh before we came here. Uh uh, we just linked back up uh after, you know, after the fight. But uh the the update on Chris is, is um, you know, uh he's uh just waiting for things to kind of get lined up the right way. Let's just put it like that. Y'all, y'all X fighters, y'all know what I mean when Motherfucker, push a contract in front of your face, and it, and all the words ain't right. Yeah, and enough zeros on the end. So I, I think it's, that might be it. But he's staying sharp. He's staying in the gym. Uh, we steadily talk talk every other day. Uh, uh, and uh, the times when when I was just in Vegas last week, the last couple of months, he worked out damn near every day. So he just stands sharp and he's ready to go. And as far as that fight goes. Hmm. You know, after just looking at why, how, how he got beat the last time and to going into the to the next fight, it was just all about crossing your T's and dying your I's, man, Uh, I, which I always call it is one-on-one boxing, the things that you learn when you're little. uh, Just got to get back to the basics and just watch what you're doing in there. And he just needs to be reminded of that, you know. Why would you step back with your hand down? Why would you sit on the ropes with your hand down, bobbing and weaving, bobbing? You can bob and weave and step at the same time and, and keep your hands up at the same time. Why would you jab and bring them back down to your nuts and shit? Why would you do that? It, you know, you're not Roy Jones. You're not fast as Roy Jones. You're not. You're not. Your reach is not as long as Antonio Tarver. So why would you do that? So some of the things that, some of the mistakes he was making, we just went back to the basics. That was it. You know, and just keep reminding him in the corner. Over and over and over again. That's what all boxing is. is Over, same thing, over and over and over again. Yeah. And then you'll learn on, you'll learn. more fights you fight, the more a fighter will learn what to do and what not to do. You just get complacent when you start winning and, and you keep doing the same shit until you run in there with somebody going to hit you in your mouth and put you in your pockets.
0: The well, fundamentals work at the bottom all the way to the top. And that's basically what, that's what we've been saying pretty much this entire interview with you, Bomac. You work from the bottom all the way up. You know, you keep your nose down, you grind. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Every, every at home should listen to that. The fundamentals always work.
1: Well, it's Bo fight Mac. night. You know, Bomack's got to work tonight. So, Chris, Paul, you, you have anything left for, for
3: Bomac? He's got, he's got, got some it. work to do. I got a question. Go ahead, Bo.
2: This is to Chris.
0: What's up,
2: hmm? Bo? Yeah. You got some for me? <laughs> what you want? What you want? So What's a chitlin? you have a chitlin, sir? Can I get a precision of that check?
3: <laughs> All right, All right, All right, y'all. Oh, I, I'm going to let you go with this one, man. A lot of good trainers have had good years this year. But for me, you are the trainer of the year, in my opinion. You know, uh, for the reason that uh, – Obviously, you got the biggest win of the year with Terence Crawford and the most anticipated fight of the year. It was one-sided. It was a dominant. You also turned around Chris Eubank's career with, uh, where people were. I mean, they were. I was in England, bro. I mean, people were wondering if this was his career on the line already yeah. after that. Liam Smith lost. Well, that's right. He was there. I, well, that's right. We yeah, did. Kill yeah, him. and you probably. know, it's it's it it it, the, it was a, a massive a performance from uh from Eubank as well. Dominant. Uh, coming back and reversing the. The, the result of the first fight in such dominant fashion. So again, that's another another uh, re- feather in your hat for this year. And then, like, the things you were just saying now, you know, the the, the fact that you still, you know, take these rides from Nebraska, uh, t- uh, putting your heart, passion, and soul into boxing, into your prospects, into your young fighters, and of course, having a fighter like Kelvin Davis who fights here on Pro Box TV and, and continues to impress, man. Ter- a terrific year, and uh, Gladys, you getting the flowers you deserve, and uh, I hope they give them to you this year with that Trainer of the Year award, because that is something i feel you deserve
2: listen brothers last thing i'm gonna say uh thank you i appreciate it uh it ain't about me it's about the fighters you know what i'm saying and if it wasn't for the fighters it wouldn't be the accolades that you're talking about so i do understand that and that's why I, i put my head down and grind so hard so the fighters can be able to provide and get to where they need to get you know, thank you. I appreciate the flowers. I appreciate the compliments and everything. I ain't in it for the accolades. I'm in it to make guys' lives better. Don't somebody wanna... did it for me, and I'm going to do it for somebody else.
3: Don't ever change, Bo. Don't
1: Listen, change. That, that, that's clear. You made that clear, but it's up to people like us to let everyone know what you do because we know why you do it, and we're just letting everyone know that you're one of the best to do it. So just want to wish you happy holidays, Mac. Enjoy. Christmas, enjoy the new year. We can't wait to see what 2024 brings. And, BOMAC, we got to have you back soon. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. All right. Well, listen, right, make thanks, sure bro. you download the app because look at your screen. Stay on this screen. You got BOMAC. You got the best trainer in the sport. You got Chris Adjiri. You got Paulie Malanaji talking boxing every day. Get Pro Box TV. Download the app. Remember, Pro Box TV is your boxing channel. Ooh.